By the way, I started following Nicole Byer on Twitter. Oh, <gasps> uh, she's... Best decision ever. Do you follow her on Instagram? Oh, no. I'm gonna do it. Her. She's so funny on Instagram because she's, like, learning how to pole dance. And so she'll put up, like, <laughs> pole it. dancing pictures and then she's, like, Amazing. rollerblading. She's very, um, like, physical with all the things she does. It's hysterical. I feel like she's like that on Nailed It, too. And she came out with a new book. Yeah, I saw, I saw the new book. Which I kind of want to read because I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, looks good. Sisters, sisters who seen it. We are the sisters, sisters who seen it. Sisters, shooby dooby doo Sisters, shooby dooby doo Sisters, 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 sisters. Sisters who seen it. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back. We're here. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome I feel like we should play back. like cowboy ooh, music. Ooh, Do you ooh. know any? Down, down, oh, down. Oh, oh, I thought you were gonna. <laughs> it sounded like the start to Iron Man. <laughs> I tried so hard because you know how there's I don't know like four notes that replay in the movie over yes. and over, and I tried so hard to just look up that on YouTube, and it was like. 15 minutes of me downloading songs that Moe's was like, enough, put your phone away. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. I feel like I remember a parody of it. So I remember like what it's not. Oh. And I was like, it's sad. I'm like, wait, that's not yeah. right. No, it's not. No. All right. So we are the sisters who seen it. The podcast where two sisters who are not movie critics Look nope. back on some of our favorites throughout the years through a psychological, ethical, and familial lens. I'm Katie. I'm Bridget. <laughs> no, <laughs> I couldn't even finish it. You really, you, I in tried. your magic of editing, that, you can add that in. No. Because, like, every time those two were together, it was like, I was like, okay, we get it. it it's we like there's get it. <laughs> just one guy with a little banjo following them around. You're like, yeah, go <laughs> like, away, please. The, the G- Jiminy Cricket of Cowboys. He's just like, ding, ding, ding. ding. Uh. Also, it was like, dude, they're like the main actors in the movie. We get it. Right, like we know. Ugh, All right, well, okay. let's introduce our movie for the listeners. So, do you want me to do it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Do it. All right. So, our movie this week is Broke Back Mountain. Which, okay. 2005. So, I suggested this for you because mm. it's a drama, a drama romance, dramomance. Wait, dramance? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it was kind of like a bro dromance. Okay, but Bridget, I. <laughs> I think this is another one of those movies that I thought I've seen before, and then I watched it, and I'm like, oh, definitely haven't seen this whole thing. I cried a lot. (gasps) Wow. Really? Yeah, this this was the saddest movie we've watched so far on this (gasps) this show. Yeah. Really? Because you cried a lot in Babe, too. Well, I mean, let's let's not exaggerate. (laughs) I mean, he only almost gets murdered once in that. But, like, jeez, this was just... (sighs) This was really sad. I'm gonna say something controversial, Kate. Okay. I was kind of bored. <gasps> okay. <laughs> okay, the movie was two hours it was... and 15 minutes. Yeah, it was very long. And it long. could have been an hour and a half. That I agree with. The scenes that were captivating were incredible. Yeah. But there were a lot of lulls to the point I started playing on Instagram. And I was like, oh my god, I have to watch this movie. Oh god. Yeah. Well, I agree. It was definitely kind of drawn out a little bit. And in like the second half, I was like, alright, this is a lot. Yeah, right? Like the beginning, I didn't feel that way. And then second half, which probably was like most of it, to be honest. Just felt, yeah, it was long. This is like my theory on Rocky where, or not theory, my realization of like, oh my God, he only fights for like, (laughs) he only like trains and fights for like 20 minutes of the movie. Brokeback Mountain, like they're only in the mountains doing their thing, falling in love for like 30 minutes, 20 minutes. (gasps) Whoa, it it had to be more than 20 minutes. There's no way. I'm just 
I don't know. We could probably look that up, but. All right. Well, do you want to give the synopsis first? Off the top of my head. Off the top of my head. Okay. 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 I'm pumping myself up. (laughs) What would he say in this? No. Um. (laughs) He would would mumble. (laughs) He'd be like, (laughs) I was like, what? Do I need the subtitles? My God. It is about, uh, it's set in the 1960s in Wyoming. And, you know, I would assume when I say Wyoming, most towns are pretty desolate desolate area and you meet these two leading roles Heath Ledger Jake Gyllenhaal uh Ennis is that his name okay so I wrote the wrong names <laughs> so I don't know the answer Jack Twist was Jake Gyllenhaal I wrote him as Jake so <laughs> figured out okay. it was Jack later okay I, we'll call him Jack and Heath we'll call him Jack and Heath I called Heath Andy <laughs> <laughs> So not, and I, it was like Ennis, like E N N E. I'm going to need some corrections when I. <laughs> so we'll just stick up. to their real name. So <laughs> okay. they they're trying to get a job for the summer, and part of the job is herding sheep in Brokeback Mountain. So they are just camping and and taking these sheep from like one area to a completely other uh, side of the mountains, and in the midst of it, they fall in love. But it's the 1960s, and it's Wyoming, and homophobia is very, very rampant and terrifying, and they're coming to terms with what this is, and not really knowing what to do with it, but they start this lifelong romance. But because it's super homophobic, they cannot just go off and run into the sunset. So they go off, find women to marry, have children, and then it takes them through their life. And like, I I think of the movie The Notebook, but for gay male couples. And what does that look like when you're not allowed to love that person? And yes, there's definitely sad moments you mentioned in the beginning. And yes, I agree with myself that there's boring parts. (laughs) But all in all... I think it was also launched at a time that this was kind of taboo which is to have a movie uh, this way. Which you're, like you look back and you're like, oh my god, who cares? Right. But I think nobody had really seen like leading actors like that. Yes, like making out and well, because it was also like a big budget. It wasn't like an exploitation film, purposefully. Yes. And I still don't think it is, but like it was, like this was nominated for a lot of Oscars. Should have won more, but here we are. Here we are. Mm. But, you know, I also, I don't know, looking back, I was like, eh. But at the end, it has kind of a, a tragic ending where one of them dies and then the other one is just kind of coping with what could have been and, and isn't. And yeah, I think it's like a lot about masculinity and homophobia and just kind of being a cowboy out West and how do all those merge <laughs> in the 60s? Yeah. That's my synopsis. I left out a lot. <laughs> what do no, you got? I don't think you did. Oh. I think you hit the themes. So I guess I'm still not 100% sure on... Okay. Because obviously they hook up and Totes. they love each other. I think everybody can agree with that. But then they also end up marrying women and they're not like avoiding women. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, they wanted to be normal, societal normal. Right. And they even like have a conversation about it where they're like, I don't like guys. And then they're like, I don't either. And you're like, okay, so it's just because you guys are in love. Like, wow, that's super cute. And then it makes you sad later. Um, Like it made me sad. But <laughs> just stuff like that. So like, I feel like it was a little different than again, movies where it's like, oh, see, they're too gay men and they're they're in love because they were different elements where it was like well actually like they also are intimate with women and Mm -hmm. they end up being fathers and you know getting married and whatever so there's like pieces of that in there and again i think it's because of like you said trying to live a normal life more normal i guess during the time but i just thought it was so sad because nobody ends up happy nobody's happy in this movie I can't name one person that was happy. The daughter who gets married at the end. Well, that's true. All right, fine. She's happy. But, like, (laughs) only one? Like, what about the other one? Maybe she's sad. Yeah, this is kind of a downer movie. Yeah, I'm like, Jesus, people. And how about in the beginning, Randy Quaid? Cousin Eddie. Okay, wait. There were so many famous people. I was like, what? There were so many famous people. Randy Quaid. Anna Faris. Anna Faris. David Harbour. Do you watch Stranger Things? Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. David Harbour. I was like, oh, ah! yeah. the one that played Thelma, who I can't think of. Linda Cardellini. Oh. Yes. I yes. love her. Anna, or Anne, pa- Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. Yeah. It's insane. 
There's probably more that I forget. My God. There's a lot of, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. The Randy Quaid one. <laughs> I wrote a comment that was like, Randy Quaid, what the? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote Cousin Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Cousin Eddie. Uh, yeah, he was rude. Oh, didn't like him. He like didn't explain the job very well to them. No, I still didn't get it. I was like, "We're what are we doing with sheep?" And then neither of them asked any questions, <laughs> and then they left. And I was like, "Do we know what the job is?" I don't. <laughs> I don't think you do, and nobody knows. And nobody it was still knows. confusing when they were out there because it wasn't like I guess they were just watching sheep. But like, what are the sheep used for? Because nobody did anything with the sheep. So I think they just had to get them from one side of the mountain to the other because I guess they can't, I don't know, driving all those sheep would just take too many trips and so it was they were stupid physically moving them because yeah. I kind of got the sense they were in the same spot like most of the what? time. Can't, I felt like they it? were just in the same part of the mountain. No, I didn't even think they were no, moving. They went through the entire mountain. <laughs> yeah, but like. There were times no. where they were in the same spot. I don't know. No, I think they were like going and camping at all those different places. Oh. Yeah. So weird. Because then remember at the end they count like, okay, how many did you save or how many did you lose? And, ran, you know, Cousin Eddie was all a jerk and he's like, less than I thought. He's like, like, you guys suck. I was like, you suck. You don't answer <laughs> questions that nobody asks. My God. You didn't give a proper job description, Randy Quaid. He also, <laughs> So, like, when he comes to the trailer or whatever that they're waiting at, he literally speeds so fast into the, his parking spot that I, like, clutched my seat and was like, oh, <laughs> my God, relax there, buddy. But then he was, like, a chill weirdo. And I was like, okay, so you, what? Like, I'm confused. I don't There was a lot of, like, masculinity going on. A oh. lot of, like, oh, I'm a rugged, tough cowboy. Oh, my fun fact. The director, <laughs> Ang Lee, yes. he thought Jake Gyllenhaal was a perfect cast, but he thought he was like a little soft. So he sent him to cowboy camp. <gasps> what? I want to go. And he, like, he had to like rope things and cut wood and like, be like rugged. <gasps> and then he was like, you didn't have to do that with Heath Ledger because like Heath Ledger grew up in like a farm in Australia and was pretty much rugged. <laughs> I was like, how embarrassing for Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Awkward. Heath Ledger. You can't act as a cowboy. Heath Ledger grew up as his childhood in 10 Things I Hate About You, so he knows what's up. Totally. Let's be real. I I, I loved both of them. I mean, I thought they were so good. And they they're were so, so different. Because I, cause, you know, again, I thought I knew this movie and then I didn't know things. But they had such different personalities. And you still liked both of them. Yeah. And I liked how they liked each other and they kind of accepted each other's annoyingness because mm-hmm. Jake, whatever his real name was in the movie, would- Jack Twist. Jack Twist. Whoa, that sounds like a dance move. Mm. Um, he'd be like, man, you don't talk much and like was like, didn't like that. And then Heath, Enos. <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep that out. <laughs> We don't know uh, words. Well, anyway, he <laughs> was like annoyed because Jack was super hyper all the time. Yes. Playing with his harmonica and hopping around like a crazy dude. But it was cute because they just, I don't know, you like saw them like kind of get along and they would laugh at each other. And it yeah. didn't feel malicious and it didn't feel like one yeah. was more in it than the other. Totally. Even though when it, you know, when they first, bow chicka oh. wow wow, mm-hmm. it starts with kind of Jack making the moves. Which, okay. Yeah, I... did. Were you kind of like, mm, Yeah. Where's this coming from? Cause I was and wh- like, where's the foreplay? Why can't we have foreplay? <laughs> I mean, they were drunk. And where's the... <laughs> Sorry, you could, oh, you, could beep, you could beep that out too, <laughs> but like, come on. But I mean, come on, right? Like, I don't, you're, they're you're cowboys. camping. I don't know. I mean, but they... they do. Find some aloe in the mountains. I don't know. Like, figure it out. But, like, be safe. Am I right? Definitely. Sounds like a lot of rough stuff. Yeah. Well, I just felt like you didn't really see them being, like, flirty. Like, the only 
Like, no kiss. Just... The only thing that kind of, I guess, like, led up to that was the part where Heath had to, like, he would always go get the food. So he would be the one to go meet some dude in the woods. Just yeah. like a weird, yeah. how did we schedule this if we're moving around the mountain? Let me know. Anyway, <laughs> but he would go like get the food. And then the one time they got attacked by a bear. Oof, that was scary. And we all know, chase away the bears. You gotta make noise. But he didn't do that. And so then he was late <laughs> and he got hurt. And when he came back to camp, he was like uh-huh. bleeding. And that's when Jake was like cleaning it up. That was literally the only thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I see, I see where this is going, and they're both accepting it and whatever. But there were, like, scenes where, and I'm sure this was done purposefully, maybe, where one of them would be, like, you know, changing, and they're straight, they're straight mm-hmm. up naked yeah. behind the other one, but the other one wasn't, <laughs> like, naked. yeah, but the other one, like, wasn't looking, and then yeah. the one who was naked wasn't, like, looking at that. It was just, I don't know, it just seemed kind of, I was like, oh, this is happening now? Like, right now, are you sure? Did I skip a scene? I guess not. No, I'm... So, in the beginning, when they first meet outside the trailer, and they're in Randy Quaid's trailer talking about it, Heath looks at Jack, (laughs) and then he looks away, and then Jack looks at Heath. They're kind of like, okay, who's this guy? I don't know. Like, I paid attention to that. But the rest of it, I was like, we really could have had a little bit of foreplay. I'm just gonna... We could have used some of that. And it was a little violent, too. It was very, like, <laughs> it's like, okay, you're all alone. What's... Right, like, let's... And then it, it got close to, again, you could beep this out, a little rapey, because you're like, what's happening? But Jake pulled his arm, so you're like, okay, he wants it. Right. I don't know. It was a little, like, much. Yeah. Why couldn't they have, like, a slow buildup? I don't know. That's what I mean. I It just, there were parts where they were, like, you, you saw them bonding, so you saw them, mm-hmm. they were, like, hunting, and they were talking, but, like... I talk with a million people that I don't then bounce a wow wow with. So totally, just, I don't know. But once that happened, like once they whatever that happened, yeah. then everything else, I I was believing. It was cute, and then they would like chase each other around oh. and rough and tumble, playing naked leapfrog. <laughs> Stupid Randy Quaid being a being a sicko, watching them so, in the trees. So rude. I wrote note being like, "Who's watching them? Is this filmed really weird?" And then I was like. Ah! <laughs> Again. Oh, also, I wrote some things because I think this movie was trying, you know, like you said, it was a sad movie and it was trying to show how homophobic society was and just kind of how sad it is. And right after they have sex for the first time, immediately after the sheep dies. Was it like symbolism? Well, I think it was a little sense or something or like, well, I think it was like, yeah, I think there was something to it because he should have gone out and checked for the wolves, and he didn't. Instead, he stayed with him all night, and right. then a sheep died. So, you know, if you do that, like, bad things will happen. Like, I think there was that reoccurring theme, because Heath Ledger's character, with that horrific story that hit when he was younger. Oh, my God. I was like, please don't show it. Please don't show it. Please don't show it. Ah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So scary. Basically, some man who was gay when Heath Ledger was a kid... The town found out and they just drug him around. We won't talk about how and uh. killed him brutally because of it. And so he had this like attachment of like violence and, you know, sex. And I don't know. I just I felt like that was kind of sprinkled. And I liked that because I didn't see that the first time I watched it. I didn't like make that association. Right. And in, even the, at the final scene, his death. Oh my God. And Hathaway is talking about how he died. And then so like, like nonchalant. I was like, can you just try to care? Just oh once God. as I'm like blubbering. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Jake and Jack. I don't know his name. <laughs> my God. Yeah. Ugh. Well, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like there were not a lot, but there were definitely references to like church and oh yes, the Pentecost, the Pentecost thing, which What's like Pentecost. I was like, what are we talking about right now? Well, but then he, he like asked that, and then Jake's Jake Jack JJ. He's like, I don't know, <laughs> and I was like, wait, so why? Okay. I don't know why. Yeah. And then he says he, the thing. He's like, I've never sinned in my life. But he, that uh, scene is before when they help. get Randy. Get Randy Quaid, if you will. Ew. No, no, no. I hate that. <laughs> oh, backing it up. No. Hate it a lot. Okay. We're gonna, gonna ignore that. But then there was a part, like, later in the movie where the wife 
Michelle Williams is like, let's go to church social. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, that's stupid. A church is dumb. And you're like, mm, you don't feel welcome there. Which mm-hmm. is stupid that you don't, you're not able to feel welcome there. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm glad it wasn't like too big of a theme because I think I would have got annoyed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you said, I feel like they did it well where there were little pieces thrown in and you were like, okay, we get the message. Yeah. Nothing's yeah. beating me over the head. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously they have a great time and then they, we don't really know how many times they end up being intimate on the mountain. We don't. Which like, okay, let's talk about the mountain name. Brokeback. Do you, so like, what came first? Does the story come first or did the name come first? <laughs> I didn't look it up. I don't know. I could try to look it up. Oh my God. Is there a real place called Brokeback Mountain? It just seems like a strange name. Just saying. I mean, yeah. Should have called it Broken Heart Mountain, am I right? Oh, Jeez. snap. Zing. Um, the fictional <laughs> Brokeback Mountain was named to suggest a physical feature after a term used for a swayback horse or mule. Okay. I, what is what? Okay. <laughs> so it doesn't exist. This was made up. I just think of like the and I referenced it when I introduced the movie in our last episode, but there have been so many parodies of this movie. Yeah. Certainly unwarranted. Again, I think people just kind of gripped onto the idea, but I feel like the name had something to do with it. (laughs) Like, it's kind of... Because it almost sounds like it's it's just a little too... Too close to the theme. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Like, it could have been, like, from behind Mountain, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's too much. That was probably one of the parody names, let's be honest. Oh, boy. So when I looked up how they both kind of felt about the parodies, Heath Ledger was, like, viciously, viciously mad about it. And he would not even take, like, any joke. He was like, this is a serious matter. Like, this is a huge issue, and it needs spotlight. And I'm like, oh, Heath, you're just endlessly dreamy. Like, Like, how how? professional. Also, that's exactly how his character would have reacted to that, by the way. So good. Okay. So good. And then Jake, what was Jake? Was Jake like, woo? He was like, whatever he says. Um, (laughs) A cowboy, what a cowboy camp, teach me. Um, But I honestly, I don't know. I kind of, after the mountain scene, you're like, wow, this is cool. And then they're both like, like Keith Ledger's like, well, I'm getting married in the fall. And you're like, okay, so you guys just cheat on your. Cool flex, bro. Yeah, you're like, okay. And then also, do you remember that scene? I kind of, it was, it wasn't exactly the Bob scene, but it was like close to it where <laughs> Randy Quaid comes and he's like, the job's done. You guys oh suck. God. And it's over. And then Heath Ledger like storms off on his own and he like sits on top yes. of a ledge of a mountain, like, really far away and then Jake Gyllenhaal's like walking slowly to him and he's like are you pouting? And he's like I just I need the money! And yeah. <laughs> I was just like what? <laughs> like, it just felt very um like wait now he's a softy? I don't know he just he was just always on the struggle bus like yeah and there was a lot of references to him being poor so many poor references well he got really mad at jack jj for that (laughs) he was like well you can come stay with me i you know i got space if you want to save money and then he was like i'm not poor and you're like but you just cried about losing money and yeah but you are you are don't be a hero there were so totally. many times they had, like, not that exact conversation, but, like, a similar one, where Jack's like, here's a great idea that would make everyone happy, and then he's like, no! And you're like, okay, so now we're all sad. Great. So, you know, looking back, Ugh. I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal kind of got the, like, oh, you're so girly. Like, all the people kind of making fun of it were like, oh, you're so, like, feminine, you're so girly. And now when you watch it, you're like, actually, he was, like, very sane, made excellent points, and pretty much was trying to make the two of them happy. And Heath Ledger was the hot mess. Yeah. But because he looks like this masculine man with his mumbly mouth. Yeah, I feel like looking at it now, I'm like, you know, (laughs) as you say, JJ, JJ had a lot of great points that no one listened to. Right. I don't know. Neither of them came off like a stereotype. 
You know, I felt like yes. they were just cowboys and they were different personalities. Yeah. JJ was like, I want to be in the rodeo and that's really exciting and high energy and I'm going to ride this, a horse and a bull or whatever. And then <laughs> Heath is like, I'm just going to work in a farm and be <laughs> poor and sad. And you're like, okay, well, if you want to, I guess. So. And so with Michelle Williams being his wife, this and was they were the, married in real life. This is the movie they met. Oh, and so like you sad. read all about it and people are like they super duper duper fell in love. Oh my god. Yeah. That's the thing like when people pass away and you read about their films or their roles, I'm not finding a lot of like negative criticism. I don't think there was about the movie. I think it was I mean, received pretty positively. But like in my point of view, there were some scenes where I thought he was like a little over the top. In terms of like being a jerk or No, his acting. like his like acting. Like they leave after the su- after the broke back summer and then he like goes to walk home and they're saying they're saying goodbye and then he just like goes into that like random barn and loses his shit crying. But I kind of also was like, would you really do that? I think yes. Because he was the personality that was like, everything's inside, everything's being kept inside, and I'm not going to talk about how I feel because I don't feel comfortable with it. And then he just couldn't keep it anymore. Just exploded. I know, but it was like really big. I like know. he went for it. It was so sad. Yeah. Then he yelled at that rando guy. He was like, hey there, cowboys. Like, Get away from me. <laughs> Get away from me! Ah, I talk like this! Yeah. But I think just in general, the whole, like, having the wives, but not really being into women. I mean, that's the... Or I got that they were, like, into women, but not... I don't know. I kind of felt like Andy (sighs) was a little more into it, and I got the sense that JJ was just really lonely. Yeah. Because you saw scenes where he was trying to... There was, like, a rodeo clown, and he's like, hey there, clowny, let me buy you a drink. And he's like, gross. I'm like, whoa, it's a free drink, bro. Jesus. Yeah, you you always say yes to that. Yes, come on. And then after that is when Anne Hathaway comes in. She's like... I don't like her. I don't like her. I want to like her. I like her in the Double Wars Prada, but... I just... We know too much. With our inside scoop. We know too much. With our cousin inside scoop. That's true. We can't talk of that. We should talk of that. Oh, okay. Because we have inside scoop. We will not name names, but someone went to the same theater school as her, Anne Hathaway. And Anne Hathaway did not like that this someone was kicking butt and taking names and uh, heading toward... Oh, and got a famous award that Meryl Streep got yep. in this same college. And so she spread all these rumors and was a big old teenager about all of that. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I just, I used to like her and I get this sense that she's just kind of. And then I read that she, the director was like, hey, can you ride horses? And she was like, yes. And she just lied. Oh. She couldn't. So okay. then she like tried to learn how to ride horses really fast. And then like the first shoot of whatever, I think she got like thrown off a horse. Oh, and she couldn't even like get it to move or something. And I'm like, that's the. I feel like she's one of those people that is really intense about about what they're doing. And like, you're kind of like, are you a person or are you a robot? Like, I don't know. The character she played was like that, where I was like, okay, so your goal, like, clearly, here's your goal. It's to get married and have a family because you don't need to worry about a job because you come from a rich family and you're very aggressive and what you're just hooking up with the first dude who like looked at you I, what what we're like boning in the car and then you're like <gasps> so embarrassing anyway let's have sex and i'm like wait but uh, okay. yeah too much and yeah. she like didn't stick up for him ever when her dad was being a jerk well i think she like empathized but yeah she didn't i would have like ripped up come on I, w- I mean you know how we are with our family we rip each other apart <laughs> We don't take any of that crap. <laughs> yeah, and then even when she's telling the story of how he died, she was just kind of a bit about it. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, are you sad or are you like, thank God he's gone? Because I'm like, this is the worst. I know, which I think the diff. So I think the difference, which was really interesting about the two wives, is Anne Hathaway didn't even care to think about, like, are you cheating on me? And, yeah, and this she and didn't. That, where. Michelle Williams, I mean, that scene where she catches them, I'm just like, 
it. And it was so sad. And I'm like, wait, so you're not going to, like, say to your husband, hey, I just saw you make <laughs> out with your best. We're just going to be quiet for, like, 10 years? Yeah. Like nothing. What? And then and then after you get divorced and after you marry a new man, you're gonna mention it once in the kitchen? But she doesn't even like mention it in a normal person way. She does this weird build up where she's like, I left you secret notes in your tackle box and I, you've never read them. I'm like, why can't you just say you saw him making out? Because like it's a little more direct. Yeah, so, I would just be like what? Yo, and first of all, she was like at the door. She could have literally kicked down the door and be like Yo, you like you make it out. It's just anything. What are you doing? They were like ten feet away from her. <sighs> Which that seemed that seemed a little. Do you really have to like if you are married to someone else? Do you really have to run up and make out with someone? But he was so happy to see him. I know he, he was happy, but him. it's just and he thought he missed his chance in life. They didn't think they were going to see each other again. Yeah, and he was drunk. He had like <laughs> seven beers. I was oh like, my okay, god! A lot of beer drinking. That's a lot of beer. My god! I mean, I well. guess it's a coping skill, but it's a not healthy one. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was sad. Because you do see scenes when, like, Keith and Michelle get married, and they seem pretty happy. And then, yeah. like, they have children, and then he likes his kids. Like, he's not one of those jerk dads. He's like, ew, like, I hate kids. Like, he did like his kids. No, he, he did. would pawn them off a little Ugh. too much. I didn't like that. I thought he was kind of sexist. Yeah, well, that was I didn't I didn't like that part. And then he shows up to her job with the kids. Yeah. Oh, what? That was weird. It was capital R rude. Heath. Wait, she ended up marrying her boss, right? Yeah, the grocery store guy. Okay, because I was like, he's so nice. She like knocked over all the stuff and he's like, it's okay. It's like, oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah. I don't know. Just, it just felt like as the movie kept going on and to your point, it was definitely a lot longer than it could have been. Oh, I just, I it wish. It okay. sadder. Like every time. I was like, now I'm sad. More sad. 2005. So now we're in the age where like no one has attention. So like now movies just split from scene to scene to scene. But I just felt like the movie was a little... I didn't need to see every kid be born. I didn't need to see, I don't know, do you want to go to the church function? No, I don't. Like, another fishing trip. I think what made it longer was the fishing trips. Yeah, you're like, I get it. Right, like you could have kind of done a montage of that and I would have understood okay, this is over years that they're getting to see each other once or twice or however many times. Yeah. And that's how they're doing it. Yeah. But they didn't really, like, age either. Did you notice that? I'm like, he's like, <laughs> we've been doing this for 20 years. I'm like, 20 years? You look like the same person. <laughs> JJ Girl mustache. Who is the makeup artist Isn't at this <laughs> movie? Bob! Bob! Definitely Bob. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. If you did it again, I think you could keep all the intense scenes and speed up all of the, I got married and it's a sad life and I don't really even like my wife and I'm just going to cheat. I don't know. So, okay, I have a question. So the scene where JJ and Anne go and meet... Anna Ferris and David Harper. Yes. Or they know, yeah. I don't know if they knew them or I don't know what the heck was happening. And then yeah. David Harper is talking with JJ outside on the bench and he's like, we had, you know, the cabin and mm-hmm. nobody's there. Did they like hook up? Okay. Was that what that was? Because then the next time you see JJ and Heath together, he's like, oh, I had a thing with this guy's wife, which I'm assuming was Anna Ferris. But in my head, yeah. I was like, did you have it really with the husband? Were you just saying the wife because you don't want to hurt Heath's feelings because he's very sensitive. Wow. What does it you mean? You jumped a lot. I did okay, because so I got the vibe I... that he was kind of like, it's a secret place. Wink, wink. I'm only telling you. And then when the women come out, we stop talking about it. That was what I got. Okay. You're right. Like everything's on secret. The vibe. You're right on him saying he had a fling with Anna Ferris. But I took it like this guy had a vibe with him, but he wasn't biting. And he actually got along with Anna Ferris. Because remember, he's like, you want to dance? And I don't think he liked the other guy. I didn't think he liked Anna Ferris. I thought he was just doing that to piss off Anne Hathaway. Oh, I thought he, I thought he, like, thought she was fun. Because she just, like, talked a lot and was very bubbly and he had a lot of energy, too. I just thought he was being nice. I didn't think he was, like, into it. Wow, you really jumped on that theory. Well, and then also, hold on, let me see if I wrote it. Because when stupid Anne is telling the story of how her literal husband died and was murdered and she doesn't care yeah 
I thought she referenced something or somebody, maybe it was his parents. Like, I thought at the end, somebody referenced something about he used to go to a cabin with this. And I thought they said guy. And I thought it was David Harper. Oh. And they told Heath that. Because he was kind of like, oh. Yeah, that could be. I don't know. I could have totally made that up. No, I think you're not. I don't think you're wrong on that. I just, but it, okay, here's here's what I think is problematic about that. In this film about two gay men, they literally couldn't have any male friendships that weren't gay. I guess not. Think about it. The entire film, they had no just, like, buddies. Yeah. Like, why can't they talk to their buddies, like, their best buddy friend, and be like, yo, so, like, you know the love of my life, and you know how we can't do it, and you know... Like... It just was so isolating. I mean, I wonder if that was, like, part of the times, though. I'm sure it was. Like, you I couldn't just talk also... about stuff like yeah. that because everybody was a homophobe. I know, but, like, even the guy at the bar that was the clown, he could have just had, like, oh, thanks for the beer, man, and just have, yeah. like, oh. a lovely chat. But instead, he's like, oh, no thanks, man. It's like, dude, he doesn't come off like he's right. hitting on you. Like, get I- I over agree. yourself. So I kind of was annoyed by And then all of a sudden, the husband's like, I got a cabin. I'm like, you know... He just wants a friend. <laughs> well, he was so lonely. I know, he was so lonely. Which is like, when you're in a relationship and you have all these people around you and you're still so lonely, I feel like that's like super sad. It's so sad. And every time he would go to see Heath, like he would be so excited. And then there was that one time where Heath was like, I'm babysitting. And I'm like, we couldn't, like we couldn't communicate this before we drove like eight states or however long it is. 14 hours. Yeah. Just I thought the same thing. Really weird. And then he drove to Mexico and I didn't know what I was know. happening until I knew what was happening. Yeah, that happened. He was lonely. So but that, you know what I, what I actually loved that scene because I thought, oh my God, he loves him so much. He respects him. And he's like, no, you should hang out with your girls. Yeah. And like, I didn't tell you I was coming. But then he was sad about it. And he cried. Of course car. he was sad about it. But he was like sweet. He was respectful about it. Yeah. It was just one of those movies that as it kept going on, you're like, maybe there's going to be something. There's going to be some mm-hmm. little ray of sunshine. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like you were standing in the wake zone in the ocean. And you're just like. Yeah, you just get, <laughs> get smacked, and you're like, I can't move. I leave it, but I can't leave it. Oh my gosh! And it is Ugh. his death is quick. It's just a quick postcard, so sudden, and Anne Super doesn't sudden. care. And ugh. yeah, I know. So here's my thing, though, because I feel like that scene. I know how it's meant to be, but I almost wonder if it could be interpreted in like two different ways. You know. So she's describing it, and she's describing a story how he was changing a tire, tire and it blew up. But as she's talking about that, you see clips of him getting beat up by other men and eventually being killed. But I almost wondered, because I think the point was, that's what really happened, right? But I feel like you could also interpret it as, like, that was was what Heath was thinking, Mm -hmm. even if that wasn't true. Do you know what I mean? Because he attributed being gay with violence. And just like right, and he was. I, I, you, that was cool. I thought that was trippy. I liked it. You could have whatever opinion you want about it. I was a fan because he was just so like he was the one more so than JJ that was so afraid of Mm -hmm. living that lifestyle. And he and he he was like, people look at me funny. Don't people look at you funny? And he was like, people don't look me funny. Like you're really you're bugging. And then he was like, come live me in Texas. He's like, like, oh, again, another good idea. We just passed on great jake was full of great ideas although what's funny is you really never see him like hang out with his son what was that about like his son didn't really exist i don't know i feel like his wife didn't care about anything and then her parents were rude i just kind of assumed that they were like in his life (laughs) they were like ruling everything so yeah just sad it was sad i did like when heath went to jake's or jack oh my god his parents' house. Because it was, even though it was sad, I was like, oh. Don't you think his mom was a little off? She was very, like, accepting. Like, did y'all have the talk? <laughs> the broke back every, mountain talk? Every time the camera panned to her, it was, like, really close up and her eyes were, like, really big. And I'm like, okay, are you gonna murder Heath or help No, him? she liked him. She was like, but she was she a was little like, weirdo. Welcome. 
Well, yeah. She's a little off. I got the sense that she made the connection. He was the yeah. long lost love because Aww. either him or the dad, either her or the dad was like, he kept saying he was going to bring some dude back and, you know, go live on the ranch with some man. And I was like, oh, that's he. Then they could have done that and life would have been great. But here we are. Here we are, Heath. Now we're all sad and alone in, where are we? Wyoming? I don't know. Texas? <laughs> Somewhere. Somewhere in Wyoming. Somewhere. And then the wife, like, he was like, I found the shirt. And she's like, I'll wrap it for you. <laughs> like, get it out of here. I was like, ah. Again, she was a little. She was like, you come back anytime. I was like, I don't the know. She's she's in the background, skin like, you. No. Like, run, run, don't, run. Don't make eye contact with her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my uh, God. And and I, so there's some really good love quotes. Yeah. Which is, Why can't I wish I, I knew you? how to quit you. Oh. Why don't you? Why don't you let me be? Yeah. <sighs> Did you know what the very last line of the movie was? Because I couldn't understand what he was saying. No idea. All right. Well, it was just that, like, she wanted him, the daughter, to go to the wedding. And then he was like, oh, I got to work. And she was, like, really sad. And then he just, he's like, but I guess I don't have to. Well, he was looking at JJ's shirt. And then he says some. he either says... I'll be back there, I swear, or I'll be there, I swear. Let me look up. I don't know. I was like, you finally, like, are making a good choice. It only took you 40 years. My goodness. Jack, I swear. So he says. That's it? I didn't even write Jack. Jesus Christ almighty. Okay. Why can't, why don't you like the name Jack? Because I wrote Jake and Andy, <laughs> like, Andy from Toy Story, that must have been a cowboy in my brain connection because oh my I God. really I thought it was it. Andy and it's just Jake and Andy all through my notes. So. Uh, you know what I could have done without is after he divorces Michelle Williams and then all of a sudden he starts to fling with, what's her name? Linda Carlini. Linda Carlini. I thought... I just was like, why are we doing this? Yeah, that was another scene where you're kind of like, we don't need that. We don't need it. We could have. I wanted this film to be shorter. That's that's my synopsis. I feel like that scene might have, or that plot, subplot might have only been in there to like ostracize him more because yeah. he ends up like ghosting her. And she's like, why did you ghost me? And then he ends up leaving the town pretty shortly after that. Yeah. So... But also, you could have just not Told had her that, not and interested. I would have got it. Yeah. <laughs> I would have <Yeah>. understood. <laughs> I did think the intense scene when Michelle Williams in the kitchen is basically saying, like, I know. Yeah. I know what you guys are doing, and he, like, literally almost ripped her arm off. Oh, my God, I hate that. I thought that was cool, because, like, someone had to confront him, right? But it was, like, sad, and then he storms out, and the kid's like, bye, dad. Using say bye. Oh my god, the daughters like worshipped him, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, he was like an okay dad, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, he showed up every eight months, so that's yeah, cool, I guess. Yeah, way to go. Oh, you're home for a month. Thank God you're here. All in all, I think it did wonderful things for the gay community. I think it did wonderful things in terms of normalizing what already f- exists is people loving people no matter who they are yep. in a big movie. And now I think even things like uh, Shit's Creek, <gasps> like everybody uh, just now you get to like flirt and be cutesy and it's like less of like you have to be over the top gay. So I think all those things are wonderful. Yeah. All in all, I just wish it was shorter. They they mm-hmm. had such good acting and I think watching it now it feels slow. And I I don't know, there's I think nuanced elements of it now. Because the other thing is like it was set in the sixties, but I really didn't feel like I was in the sixties, but I don't know what Wyoming sixties is like. Yeah, I just felt that like was I a was distracting. In the, the West. The West Cowboys. With the cowboy. By the way, did you with notice that a lot of the time <laughs> JJ would stand with his hands like oh my god, ripping his pockets as if they were gun holsters? And I was like, well, that's a cowboy stance if I ever saw one. I tell you, at cowboy camp, I learned how to stand. We had a whole day where we had to just stand like a cowboy. Yeah. If there are any cowboys listening, we're not making fun of you. We're laughing with you, right? Okay. I I don't think any cowboys are listening they to a movie be. podcast about a sister's movie podcast. Stop. We have listeners in Wyoming, so. We do? Yeah. <gasps> 
Where? I don't know. They're in Wyoming. <laughs> they listen to us. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, cool. howdy, partner. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> They're like, and now we're not listening. So great. <laughs> okay, anyway. so did, did dad give you any quote? Okay, so <sighs> he did not. <laughs> uh, anyway I don't know if you have anything else to say about the movie but it was no, this I, is a little bit of a harder movie to talk about if we were not on a podcast and this was like a video the listeners would just see me frowning with a sad face this whole it's time it's kind of a downer podcast episode cause it would be like talking about the notebook like how do you talk about a feelings movie I don't like that movie you don't? No. Oh, maybe but we should talk about it. It's on my list for you, so we'll do it. Oh, Jesus. Yes. So, but I I don't know. I like the movie. I just, it's sad, so I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't watch it again unless I wanted to cry. <laughs> it is really, really depressing. The writer, the woman that like wrote it, Anna Prolix? Oh, Annie. Sorry. Annie. We'll call her Annie. Annie Oakley? Yeah. She, she wrote her story is, she was the one that wrote the story about it. And she said that she got all like mad after the film because people were so mad. It was such a downer of a movie that they were writing her like happy endings and how could you make it better and how could you uplift it? And she was so angry about it. But I think that's the point is that's what she was saying. Yeah. She was like, we're in this circumstance in that time in America, there wasn't a lot of happy endings. No. Which is messed up. Especially in that area of the world. Yeah. And that, you know, that John Wayne, I am man as a cowboy. It's like, oh my God. It's like the most toxic masculinity archetype ever. A cowboy, right? Yeah. I feel like when you come home that week... We should do an episode with dad and let him pick. Yes! I would love that. And I feel like he's going to pick like a cowboy movie. <laughs> oh my God. Like He'll be Maybe like, not- Blazing Saddles! Oh my God. Uh, yeah. But, you know, all in all, just great acting. They, they did it. They so did the good. thing. They made the, mo- they made the movie with the acting and, I don't know, all the women got screwed. Yep. And... And everyone's sad. Everyone's sad. Or dead. Maybe this is a good episode to listen to when you're like, you know when you're in a bad mood and then you just double down and listen to sad music and then you just like cry and you're like, I'm just in a bad mood and now I'm just crying and I want to like sit in my bad mood. This is the episode to listen to. (laughs) Well, are you ready for your movie pick? (gasps) Yeah. Which I have been working on a list for you, but it's got about- over 200 movies, so <gasps> we're not This done. is going to be like 20 years we've been doing this, Kate. 20 years! <laughs> I'm going to grow a mustache like JJ. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, if you can actually figure out how to make us money doing it and we don't need to like see people again, maybe I will just move to Wyoming, grow a mustache, and it won't matter. Woo! <laughs> <Yeehaw>. <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't tell mom. Um, okay. okay. So... The year, 1994. Ooh. It's a one-name title. One name? One name! Seal. (laughs) And it's not not Willow. Not Willow. We did that already. It's a comedy, and there's some ties to New Jersey. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Is it a name? (laughs) Your face looks so ridiculous. What? (laughs) Is it a name? Is it like the title name? Name of what? Like a person's name. Oh, no. No. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know then. The director was also the writer and also a character. Oh, jeez. It better not be Saw Bridget or I'm going to leave. <laughs> Adam? I um, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is Clerks. Ah! Yes! <gasps> oh. oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah? Oh my god, I love Clerks. I knew it. I'm gonna go to the quick stop and buy some chips for the episode. You oh. can go to like the Jay and Silent Bob store in Red Bank. Is that still a thing? That's still a thing, but the literal quick stop is still a quick stop. Yeah. It's like down 36, the right? Yeah. <gasps> can you get a big gulp from it and just like roll up for the episode? Oh, well, and, it's like... not at a 7 Eleven. Um, but, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll try. We'll see. We'll see. Wait, have you seen this movie? I have, but I haven't seen it in a while. Oh my god. 
not. It's an indie <laughs> movie. I mean, it's comedy, but... Yeah, but I thought it had your lens of, oh, like... totally. People either love this movie uh-huh. or they hate it. Uh-huh. I wonder where you're going to fall. I've, Who knows? I'm going to keep my predictions to myself. <gasps> I'm so excited. I love Kevin Smith. I love him. Not he's just because he's from Jersey. But it helps. But that is a big selling point. Yeah, Totally. Whoa. Yeah. So we're gonna pick it back up, people. I'm gonna buy a Clark shirt. I just <gasps> decided. I'm gonna do it. Ooh! I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I mean, you are rocking like the J hairstyle. Bajay! <laughs> what? <laughs> It's cute. I wish my hair was as blonde as his, because as you can see, oh, we're, we're, tur- all there, girl. we're turning to the dark side. I so. have grays, so I'm one step away from that Jack Twist mustache, so <laughs> things are going well over here. I can't get over. That's his name. Like, it just, it's like a cereal mascot. Like, yeah. we gotta catch Jack Twist to get his ginger snaps. Oh, Jesus. And it'd be like a cowboy theme. Oh, God, I can see it all now. I love that you called Heath Ledger. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna say it. That you have <laughs> to, to bleep that out again. I need I need to find out what his, his real name was. It was Ennis something. I can't say it. I called him Andy. Called him Andy. <laughs> A-N-D-E-Y. Does it rhyme with Enos? It doesn't. Ennis Del Mar. Boom. Uh, Jack Twist and Ennis Del Mar. Ennis. Mm. It's not Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and Michelle Williams was Alma, which reminded me of Sister Act. Oh, uh, hey, Alma, Alma check, check your battery. battery. <laughs> oh, well, I think we did it. Oh, my um, gosh. I'll, I'll tell you, Kate, because it's been longer than 20 years. Ooh, nanny. And I just can't quit you. <gasps> oh. I don't remember any other quotes from movies, so I'm gonna say the same one. <laughs> I just can't, I wish I could quit you. Well, why don't you? Oh my god. Well, this was great. Next week, clerks, everybody, it's black and white. Ooh, love it. Ooh, Are you clapping. I didn't hear any of that. Oh yeah. Wow. Then this thing works. I clapped into the recording, so you can do what you will with that. <laughs> I really want you to find that piece of music from the movie that they just repeat over and over. And I would actually like you to like add it in. That could be our bleep noise. Well, listeners, you know what? If you like what we're doing here, we always appreciate a click, like, subscribe, as they say. As the children say, and we just said now, and now we're adults saying what children say. And if you want to leave us a review, and if you don't have anything nice to say... Don't leave a review. So, <laughs> as the saying goes. So, yeah. And honestly, by the time we get your review, unless you say what episode you liked or didn't like. Don't say if you didn't like it, we don't like No. Mm-mm. Nothing will be done from our end because <laughs> True. we are so on a different schedule because of COVID. And we basically recorded like 87 episodes before posting them. So... Right now we're recording this at Christmas. No one knows. It's wild. Uh, we're not, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you take that out too. Okay. All right, I love you. I love you. I'll see you next week for clerks. Clerks. Clerky clerkies. Woo! Right. Love you. Bye, listeners. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, listeners. Us too. <laughs> we love you too. Wyoming Cowboys. This one's for you. Toodles. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Sisters Who Seen It. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, among other podcasting websites. Or listen on our website at sisterswhoseenit.buzzsprout.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at Sisters Who Seen and on Instagram at Sisters Who Seen It, all spaced with underscores. See you next week. <laughs>